to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Indeed, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. This is Talk Radio to Thrive By. Benny, I got to adjust my seat for a minute. All How right. are you doing, Mr. B? I'm good. Were you feeling a little short over there? Don't you think I'm looking a little short over no, here? No, you can't tell on radio. I feel like my knees are in my... In your what? I'm not going to say. <laughs> Hold on one minute. Your air, your upper chest area, is that what you're trying to come up with? Your breasts? Is... Okay, don't you go there. Say, you can say that. I know we can. Can upset. we say it? It's or not, you're not a dirty word. No, no, it's not a dirty I think, word. I think we had a dirty word thing the other day happen on the show, but that yeah, was okay. It wasn't really a dirty word. Uh, or was that the other show? Because we had one slip through by, uh, I think it was Dr. Shaw. Yeah, I Dr. believe Shaub Dr. Freeman Shaw. And you know, he was so easy. He just oh, went, It was like, oh yeah, okay. It, it took me back. It was kind of like the quietest guy said it's the dirtiest word. And it I was, was an really accident. fun. No, I yeah. love that. No I big love, deal. You know why I loved it? Because yeah. it shows we're all human. Oh, yeah. We are all mm-hmm. human. Exactly. Uh, it, we are all human. And, you know, th- welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Patch. I've got a fabulous announcement, and I've got some great guests. Let me tell you who we have coming up during the show today. Uh, you know, every day I do the show, I think to myself, is it going to get any better? And then I wake up in the morning, and even though I review everything over the weekend, I wake up in the morning, and I look, and I remind myself of who do I have on here and man i just took a look today at what we're doing today starting off with steve mollo and i probably you know i, I want to say steve mollo but you know it's probably steve mollo but we'll figure it out you don't want to ask like him Polo. right now he's there yeah i'm there no that's right did that's i get steve it right Molo. that's correct very good <laughs> she knocked it out I, of knocked the park, it out of the park. we're gonna set her we're going to start off with a conversation from Steve. Law and Order, Boston, 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 a boy. Oh, I got oh, you slipped into sister. it. Sister. I heard you say oh, it. Oh, I Boston. Boston. Did I? Park the con, have yeah. a yard. Uh, that's what happens. I was on the phone with New York today. And boy, <laughs> mm-hmm, let me make an adjustment. And Boston, illegal. How much truth to these legal shows? I've got a ton of questions for him on this. Then Nicole and Mike Sebastian joining us here t- today. The dream dudes. The dream dudes. Boy, I love what they're doing. And then Linda Daniels, Perf Go Green. It's time to start trashing the planet. We have a special 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 show we're going to be connecting with a very special guest from africa and we've got lots to talk about i also want to mention that uh, dr pat and the dr pat show people and i am going to get our buddies at kknw to do this with us we are going through a seal of approval by perf go green lots to talk about but let me just mention for a minute um one thing really important the response to the holistic makeover has been Amazing. It's the only word that I can think of. Amazing. And because of the response from practitioners all over the world wanting to work with the three national people that will be selected, um, we have extended the date. We want to do this in a way that honors you all that are submitting your names. And so what we are doing is we're moving the date to August. And so you'll get information in our newsletter. I'm going to be announcing it and, you know, the... Um the commercial that we're writing for it will say that. But this is something we do not want to rush. 
Uh, and so I wanted to just share that with you. But my first guest right up today, uh, you know, Steve is someone that is joining us here today. And we're going to be talking with him about how some of the greatest contemporary legal minds approach their craft of being a trial attorney. Now, I, this is very, this for me is fascinating because when I was in my graduate doctoral program, one of the things we had to do is we had to study the whole O.J. Simpson trial. And I'm not going to get into that. But that's that's also, that might have well, has, that should have been, you know, a law, a law and order show. And so he's joining us here today, as he has in, in, in your witness, a powerhouse trial lawyer partner with uh, Sherman Sterling. We are here talking with him today because he enlisted 50 lawyers and combined 1,600 years of experience to collaborate on this amazing work. Steve, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Well, Dr. Pat, thank you for having me. You know, there's so much that I could say, but I want to talk about you, your journey, and what this was all about for you. I, I mean, I look at this and I'm thinking, what is it that called this gentleman to go in this direction? Well, I, you know, I uh, have been a lawyer for about 25 years, and I began my career as a prosecutor. I did that for about three and a half years, and then I was a partner in a, in a large law firm in Chicago. Um, and my practice at that time was all over the United States trying civil cases, complex civil cases, business disputes, and, and criminal cases. And about, um, about four, four and a half years ago, I, uh, I left my old law firm, and I joined the firm of Sherman & Sterling, which uh, uh, is a global law firm, but uh, we're based in New York, and, and I sort of split my time between Chicago and New York now, but have essentially the same practice that I had uh, for, for many years, as long as I've been in private practice. And the, um, uh, I guess it's maybe almost five years ago now, I was uh, chairing a seminar along with my co-editor, Jim Filio, at the Chicago Bar Association on the subject of cross-examination. And the, um, the stories that lawyers were telling were pretty good. And, you know, I said, boy, this would make a terrific book. And all we need to do is just get these lawyers to put these war stories on paper. And, you know, this won't take much time. And, and it'll, all be, uh, it'll all be done very easily, very quickly. And it'll be a beautiful book. And, 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 and it'll be great. Well, uh, that was about four years ago. <laughs> it took forever to get busy people uh, to commit to... Uh, mm -hmm. To, uh, to doing this and to, and to actually getting it done and then editing the thing. I mean, you know, at the same time, keeping a, a very active trial practice going and, and doing a lot of other things, uh, you know, professionally along with that. And uh, as a result, though, uh, we took our time and we put together what I think is a terrific collection of uh, 50 authors' uh, stories about cross-examination. And as, uh, as we say in the book, you know, the, the title of the book is Lessons on Cross-Examination and Life. Right. Uh, by great Chicago trial lawyers. Right. So uh, the courtroom stories uh, eventually uh, can be, uh, can be uh, used, and you think about them to uh, transmit some life lessons as well. Well, I, you know, I, I wanted to talk with you because I thought, okay, what was it that motivated Steve to write a book like this? Which fascinated, you know, what, what do you make, Steve, of the national, you know, I wanted to say fixation, but I want, all right, let's say fixation with all of these law shows, everything from law and order, right, special units, critical cr criminal intent, to shark, right? Right. I mean, you could, there's probably a Law and Order channel now. It seems like it's well, on television. Be. It's a great show, but I mean, it seems like it's on 24 hours a day in whatever city you may be in. 
And, uh, you know, fixation, maybe fascination is a better word. That's but better. It's, uh, that was my know, original word. <laughs> it's a, it's a, um, something that's not unique or not new, I should say. I mean, you mm-hmm. think about it. I mean, going back to, uh, to uh, and television, at least, you know, the early days of television, Perry Mason, and then there were shows like L.A. Law, or there was a show on ABC for a while, Judd for the Defense. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, now you're dating you know, me. With L.A. Law, now you're, you're like, dating me. <laughs> but, that, but, but, you know, but now you're right. There's Law and Order. There's Eli Stone. There's, I uh, like Eli Stone. There's Boston Legal. Mm-hmm. Uh, all of these are great things. And the reason is because, you know, trials, or the best trials, are stories. And, you know, the mm-hmm. best trial lawyers are storytellers. And uh, every case is a case that has a conflict. Mm -hmm. One party says one thing, the other says something else. There's a difference in their positions. And as a result of the trial, that conflict's going to get resolved. So there could be nothing that is better made for television or a movie or a play. And uh, so I think that 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 is part of what accounts for it. I mean, also, um, you know, it's when you think about it, it's really the heart of who we are as Americans, too, right? I mean, lawyers are defenders of our liberty and for all the knocks that people you know throw at lawyers or knocks that lawyers take uh at the end of the day it's lawyers who uh, who do preserve our liberty who who do you know step up and take on unpopular causes mm-hmm. and uh, do fight for people whether it's in a in, in the context of a criminal case where somebody's accused or even in civil cases mm-hmm. where you know you've got either it could be a situation where you've got an injured individual for whatever reason uh you know is is, is is, is suing a company or an insurance company, whatever it may be. It could be two companies, you know, big companies who are fighting over uh, something that uh, that they have at issue, a contract or a merger, whatever it may be. So all of those things allow us to keep, you know, an ordered liberty, which is, you know, the, 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 that's what democracy is. Well, and we want to make sure everybody out there, if you've got a question for Steve, what it, what is it that you want to know about all of these law shows? Give us a call. 1-800-930-2819. 1-800-930-2819. I want to ask you a question. I mean, we all know about the, you know, the, the how we are connected to these shows. I mean, think about it. Judge Judy is one of the wealthiest women on the planet. Good for her. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, Judge Judy, how long has that thing been on for, like, right. forever? Uh, and then there's all the other Judge Judy court show, this, that, sure. and the other thing. But the, the question that I have, I mean, you know, Steve, when we sit down, and I happen to follow the uh, O.J. Simpson trial. And okay. the reason that I happen to follow it is because the chair of my doctoral committee and also the advisor and the professor of two of my major classes said you must <laughs> that would be a good reason said you must <laughs> and as a matter of fact our final exam was based on that trial okay and you had better reason better reason and, <laughs> and i wasn't studying law but i want to ask you is we look at these shows we are totally immersed and ingrained. There are some people, as a matter of fact, one of my listeners, I think it was last year, could w- almost word by word repeat the closing arguments that, uh, what is it, James Spader? John, Johnny Cochran? Uh, no, James Spader oh. did in Boston Legal. Oh, okay, sure. I, and I don't know if they have, but it was incredible to me. 
what is it that we are tapped into? I believe we believe that these things are true. I want to hear from you when we come back from break. Are these things really true? And, you know, what is it that you've done? What is it that the book is portraying? What are the lessons of cross-examination? What can we learn from this? And more importantly, what should we know about our legal system and about how to actually fight for the truth of who we are. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Did you know that nearly 60,000 dogs and cats are euthanized every year in western Washington? Posado's Safe Haven Space Station, a state-of-the-art mobile vet clinic, travels to the areas that need help the most. Posado's is reducing the number of unwanted animals by making spaying and neutering easy, safe, and inexpensive. To check the Space Station schedule or to read more, please visit posadosafehaven.org. That's P-A-S-A-D-O safehaven.org. Are you taking too many oral pain pills and concerned about side effects? Are you having trouble getting to sleep because of the pain? I'm Lou Paradise. I had the same problems you have. Cured my pain, eliminated pain pills and their side effects by developing Topperson Pain Relief and Healing Cream. Topperson relieves pain without side effects. It doesn't burn, it doesn't smell, and it doesn't stain. But don't just take my word for it. Doctors, pharmacists, and pain specialists are using and recommending Topperson and ending the suffering for thousands of people just like you. We know you hurt. We want to help. We are so sure that Topperson will work for you. We offer a money-back guarantee. So if you want pain relief without side effects just ask for Topperson. Topperson is now available at Fred Meyer Natural Food and other fine stores go to Topperson.com for a store near you or call 1-800-959-1007 Topperson.com or 1-800-959-1007 Topperson the last pain medicine you'll ever need and you can sleep on that visit the premier online store where science and spirit unite shop consciously explore new ideas and Connect with your world at bleepstore.com. Find the latest in spiritual and documentary films, green living products, and online articles. Dr. Pat listeners receive 10% off with coupon code Dr. Pat. That's D-R-P-A-T at checkout. Go to the drpatshow.com and click on Bleep Store to start your experience. The drpatshow.com. Do you want a better relationship to achieve outstanding business and career goals or to improve your health and fitness? You have the answers. All the power you need is within you. Personal transformation is about a solid foundation in the workings of the conscious and unconscious mind with a seminar or training that gets you high and keeps you there. Contact the Empowerment Partnership and unlock your hidden potential. Call 1-800-800-MIND or visit NLP.com. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that. Whether you're female or male and you're feeling just not quite right, your hormones may be out of balance or depleted. For a comprehensive assessment and to discuss the safe and effective bioidentical natural hormone therapy, visit the bioidentical hormone specialist, Dr. Darvish and her staff at Holistique Medical Center in Bellevue. Call 425-451-0404. Visit Holistique at drdarvish.com. That's drdarvish.com. Tell your friends, the place to be is Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
and welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show. Steve Mollo joining me here today. The book is, well, let me give you the website because there's lots of really cool information there. Yourwitnessbook.com. As we mentioned earlier, Steve uh, sat down and wrote Your Witness, Lessons on Cross-Examination and Life from uh, Great Chicago Lawyers. The stories in this book, I mean, it's, it, it's not a surprise to me this book is doing so well because the stories in the book are really the stories that catch the attention of people that watch the shows Law & Order, Boston Legal, Court TV, whatever it is, uh, Shark, and then Eli Stone now, all of them have their spin. You know, Steve, I wanted to ask you a couple questions. You know, we watch these shows as if we were living our lives through them. How much of what happens on Law & Order, for example, Special Victims Unit, it, how much of that is true? Because they claim to be taking these from the headlines. Well, I think they do. Um, okay. You know, there was a, um, in fact, there was a lawsuit filed last week by a reporter in Chicago who, um, uh, the, the suit wasn't over law and order, but uh, there was an issue concerning a news report uh, that uh, she had visited the home of a, of, a, of a man who was under investigation for murdering his wife. I happened to be there with her children and were, was in his backyard. And uh, that story was then portrayed on Law and Order when she filed her uh, defamation suit against the news station that ran the story in Chicago. She cited to the fact of it being uh, made into a Law and Order episode as uh, you know oh. further evidence of how you know how widely spread the thing was. But I think there's no question that the uh, the shows do take things from the headlines, and 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 you know there's also the issue of sometimes people think that. Uh, crimes may be committed based on people having seen something on a show and that inspiring them to, to do something in a particular way. That's sometimes uh, cases are investigated that way. They say, you know, it's, it's just something that this guy saw on TV, whatever it may be. Yeah. But no, I, there's, there's a real connection. There's a real connection, which, which that's what makes the shows popular because they, they are drawn from, uh, from real life. Well, you know, they are. And then we had real life uh, between. Uh, fortunately for me or unfortunately, whatever it is, I happen to be doing my doctoral, my graduate work down in California mm -hmm. during both the Menendez trial and O.J. Simpson trials. You know, I don't know what it was with faculty at that point in time, but <laughs> the, it was as if we had been brought into the to the to the to the homes of these trial attorneys and i want to ask you about this for a minute sure because the question comes up what do you look for in a trial attorney do you look for an eli stone i know i'd be looking for an eli stone but eli stone may not be the right guy for me i mean this is a guy that sees into the future or something uh, you know i may need somebody like a shark uh, well, I think, right i think if you're if i mean Obviously, um, you know, as they say, there's horses for courses, right? I mean, there's certain people that are going to be better for a particular case yep. than others. But yep. as a general matter, you know, whether you're talking about a complicated business dispute, whether you're talking about a personal injury suit, whether you're talking about a criminal matter where you're looking for a lawyer, I think that, you know, the number one rule, and this, sounds, this, this almost sounds foolish, but it's, it's, it is so true, you must find a lawyer that actually goes to court and tries cases. There are plenty of lawyers out there who are quote-unquote litigators, you know, people who rarely actually take a case to trial. Now, there's reason for that, because virtually, you know, well over 90% of all civil cases get settled, and a, and a very, very large percentage of criminal cases get resolved through plea agreements. So there are fewer and fewer cases being tried. But if you are somebody who needs a lawyer, needs a, a trial lawyer, needs a litigator to deal with uh, a problem that you have that's going to land you in court or that you're going to 
bring to court. You want someone who has the capability to go to trial, who will see the case and see the evidence as it will play out in trial, and most importantly, that the other side will recognize as someone who is prepared to go to trial if, in fact, the case is not resolved outside mm -hmm. of court. So I think, you know, the number one quality is find somebody that actually still does go to a courtroom and, you know, ask people questions for a living. The second thing I think that you want to find is somebody that is, you know, that, that's passionate about, about mm -hmm. what it is that they do because mm -hmm. they will be passionate then about your case. And if you are an advocate and, and, and you're not passionate about your client's case, that comes through. I mean, I've seen it, and I've been fortunately on the other side of cases where, you know, my opponent may not have been particularly passionate about mm -hmm. what it is that uh, she or he was was uh, was trying to persuade the judge or the jury of and, and and you know it just doesn't it just doesn't doesn't come through you have to be passionate in order, in order to have credibility and i guess the third thing would be somebody who is who is obviously smart but willing to work hard and willing to put the time in to unravel the puzzle and piece together the story that's going to persuade either the judge or the jury to decide the case in your favor and you know those qualities while in some respects might seem to be obvious, aren't always present, you know, in a lot of lawyers who, you know, show up on cases. Well, and I love what you just shared, but I hope everybody out there was kind of sitting down and taking some notes. If you weren't, the book is going to help you with that and much more. Um, and I want to make sure that everybody out there has got the website, of course, yourwitnessbook.com. You know, one of the questions that I, I wanted to ask you about, uh, and actually the question goes beyond this, you know, there's this idea these days that it's really important for us as individuals to have a voice in this world. And what I mean is it's really important for us to show up and be present. And I use the term fight for the truth of who we are. And that means different things to different people, Steve. But the thing that comes to mind is, you know, when we're watching some of these shows on TV, when we're watching and we're trying to figure out strategies, you know, there is this point that you come to where you see both the attorney and the, the folk, the person in the witness stand battling it out back and forth. It is as if there are questions and answers and they are fighting for their lives. And, you know, somebody said to me that one of the questions that I, that I, I, I was going to ask you was about this, this cross-examination. The reason it's important to me is I was on a radio show about three months ago and I was invited on the radio show. And when I got on the radio show, the host I felt like I, I felt like I was being grilled by a trial attorney. I didn't like it. And so I wanted to ask you, you know, this seems like such a critical part of a trial. Do they do these attorneys really, you know, act out like they do on television? I mean, what really goes on? Well, I mean, cross-examination is not angry examination, right? I mean, well, it's, it's yeah, uh, right. <laughs> and I think that um, when I see a lawyer, <clears throat> and the point is made in the book by one of the other authors, too, that when you see a lawyer, you know, stamping their feet and pounding the table and getting angry, um, you know that that lawyer's not being successful because that lawyer has lost control. Uh -huh. And, you know, there are, there are times, very, very rare times, where mm -hmm. for effect you might raise your voice or you might, uh, you know, make a gesture or pound a table or pound a podium to, for emphasis. But those are very, very rare times. And television tends to portray things, obviously, uh, for good reason, in a dramatic fashion. And so I think that what you see in, on TV and what you see in the movies isn't always accurate. And it's, certainly it's 
I mean, we have a, a case that gets resolved beginning, middle, and end, right, within 30 minutes or within an hour, whatever right. it might be, and trials and trials may go on for months, cases may go on for years. And so, you know, in that sense, it's not accurate. But it, it is, I mean, cross-examination, on the one hand, uh, you may be challenging the witness. You may be saying that the witness is a liar or the witness is, is, is biased or has a reason to, to come in and, and say things that are not truthful about, about your client, your case. But more often than not, you're not challenging the witness as much as you're challenging the witness's testimony. You're saying that that witness really didn't understand the facts that that witness is now testifying about. The witness didn't have the ability to observe what it is that, that, that she says she saw or hear what she says she heard um, and, uh, or remember what it was that happened because it was whatever it was, two years ago, three years ago, four years ago. Excuse me. So all of those, uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of nuance in cross-examination. There's a lot of timing, and you hear people talk about the art of cross-examination. You can read all the books in the world about the technical way to do things. You can go to law school. You can take courses in it. But at the end of the day, the only way to really learn this is to process all of that and mm -hmm. get on your feet and do it. And what's most important is to have that ability to sense where is someone going? When can I push a little harder? When can I back off? It's the nuance, the timing, all of that that, uh, that is great. I mean, the first chapter in your witness is written by a, a lawyer by the name of Thomas Anthony Durkin, who's a wonderful uh, lawyer in Chicago who does all kinds of, of, of different work. I mean, he's represented everyone from, uh, uh, you know, uh, entrepreneur accused of bankruptcy fraud right. to uh, someone who was, uh, you know, a convicted white supremacist. And, and, and not because Tom in any way shares that belief, but because he's a passionate advocate and defender of liberty and someone who believes that everyone is entitled to a fair trial. But the title of his book is called Binions, Plato, Jack Spratt, and Frank. And what, the, what, the, what his chapter talks about is um, a wonderful uh, uh, lawyer uh, who had recently died, who had practiced law in Chicago for many years, named Frank Oliver, and how he learned to cross-examine from Frank Oliver at a bar in Chicago called Binions. And uh, Frank's uh, urging of him was to, or, or lesson to him, was to, uh, to read Plato and uh, read the dialogues of Plato and understand that interchange, and then to read nursery rhymes, uh, Jack Spratt, and the, listen to the cadence and the timing and the nuance. And uh, that's not exactly the, the advice that you typically get in law school. It's not in any law school course catalog that I'm aware of, but it's the sort of thing that does uh, go into someone becoming a great cross-examiner. In all of this, you know, you so wonderfully, uh, you know, create in the book. I mean, this is one of these books where when you start reading it, it's almost like the television show. You just like can't wait, you know, can't wait for next week for for the continuing story. You know, Steve, this has been a fabulous conversation with you. I want to thank you for joining us here today. And I, I think for many, many people, you know, there's much that we've learned. And I wanted to ask you this last question. Sure. Um, are there lessons to be learned from where we have evolved to right now with our legal system being put on television. Meaning, I mean, there was much that was sort of the slam dunk of both the first Menendez trial and the O.J. Simpson trial that may not have turned out in the best interest, some people believe. I, I don't know, I'm not a lawyer, but I want to ask you, it, what is your opinion on in-court video and bringing that out to the public? Well, you know, they're, they're, the interests that you're balancing, obviously, are the right, you know, to, to a public trial and, um, and, and then also, you know, the defendant's right, really, to a fair trial. 
And when those two, you know, clash, where where the where the where the First Amendment, uh, you know, runs into the defendant's Fifth and Sixth Amendment rights to, to to due process and to have a fair criminal criminal trial, that's where you know where the issue really arises and creates a problem. I I personally believe that you know cameras in the courtroom do create, and I think we've seen it. Um, an opportunity for grandstanding, an mm-hmm. opportunity for uh, people to get a little carried away, and and um, and you know maybe at at that point the interests of justice are, are 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 not really being served. The other hand, you know they're in a lot of places, a lot of states allow them, and um, and you know life goes on, and, and people are tried, and 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 justice is carried out, and the convictions are or the acquittals, you know, whatever it may be, you know, go on, and, 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 and that's what's there. I think that what's unfortunate, though, is if people, you know, in some instance get, get an incorrect impression of, of, of what it is that lawyers are doing and whether or not, uh, um, you know, by just tuning in from time to time, they really get a, a true sense of, of, of what it's about. You know, in your witness, we try to convey that a little bit with some of these wonderful stories that uh, that are told, and then we do draw the lessons of, of life that we try to get from the courtroom as well. Uh, at, at the end of the book. Well, I want to thank you for actually telling the story that you're telling because we are fascinated with, you know, certain uh, legal perspectives that come across on television, everything from Judge Judy to, I guess, the latest breaking. I mean, Eli, even Medium, you know, even the show Medium, she's got, I, somehow I haven't been able to figure out what the heck she's doing in the court exactly. system. But we're all now even more attracted to it because she somehow is involved in the court system. Yeah, it's amazing. It is amazing. amazing. Uh, It is amazing. And I want to thank you so much for joining us here today. Uh, And let's make sure we give out the best website for folks to find out more about the book. The book's available on Amazon. So Yeah, you could buy it on Amazon. And if, by the way, you do go to Amazon and it says that uh, they're temporarily out, they will send you a book in another day or two. uh, So don't don't hesitate to place your order. Or go to www.yourwitnessbook.com. Dot com and you can order it there. Dr. Pat, your show is fantastic. Uh, you've got wonderful listeners, and, and I really appreciate uh, uh, you having me on. You're a delight to speak with. And, and uh, The other thing, by the way, the book's author royalties are being donated to the Chicago Bar Foundation, which supports 40 non-for-profit organizations in the Chicago area that uh, bring justice, the civil justice system, to people who really can't afford it. So this is a great cause. In addition to enjoying yourself and yeah. maybe learning a little bit, you'll be helping a very good cause. Absolutely. I'm so glad you mentioned that because that is so important. That's actually what this show stands for. And Steve, you know, I'd love to have you back. Uh, Bobby. I'd love to do it. Yep. And I really, it's a topic that requires a full hour, and I'm going to make sure we do that. Thank you so much for the great. show today. Thanks. All right, everyone, we're going to take a short break when we come back. We've got the Dream Dudes, and we've got some really cool stuff to give away. What you're going to hear in the next half hour is, believe it or not, a 60-second technique. I think it's 60. It might even be 30. That will change your life. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Mm -hmm.